Let's take a look at the board. And the categories are... Potent Potables. Joey, you like movies about gladiators. You're no messiah, you're a, you're a movie of the week. So you listen to me and you listen well. Look, well, let's not stand on ceremony, mate. Let's start the show. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the uh, Potent Pictures Podcast. Uh, this is our second one for the week. So this week, uh, or this time, we're actually talking about 12 Strong. Uh, it's a movie. If you listen to our previous podcast, it was actually on our weekly um, what we're watching and drinking. So, uh, you know, a little surprise, our, our new format. So, all right. So, uh, so this week we're we're talking about a little Chris Hemsworth movie that is not Thor. Uh, this is a little twelve, 12 inches. Movie, is pretty big. Eh, what do we say? Fair enough. Eh, would you call it chubby? <laughs> anyway, but yeah. So twelve strong. A uh, little a little fun flick about uh, the horse uh, soldiers. I, I would say. Um, it's a little. Apparently, it was a recently. I would say in the past five, six years that they uh, they released the classified documentation on this particular. Uh, uh, actually, this they mission. just released it in 2017. Ah, and when, then somebody already wrote a book about it. Well, when the movie, no, the, it wasn't based off a book. I don't believe it was, was based it? on the book it was, called Horse, it was, Horse Soldiers. Yeah, it was, the it was, so, from based my understanding is that when they started the movie, they didn't know the full details. It so, might be true. I, I don't know, but they but it knew was re- that they knew some of the details, but not all of the details. And then they found so out it, as the movie went on. It was recently released. Uh, some declassified yeah. information about the, our, I guess, our first incursion into the Afghan uh, uh, war front, if you will. So, can, I, can I chime in real quick? Yeah, sure. Horse, horse, horse soldiers. The extraordinary story of a band of U.S. soldiers who rode to victory in Afghanistan was originally published in May 11, 2010. So. Um, so it's been about it's it's almost it's getting close to a decade so yeah high five us sean was mostly right <laughs> so yeah anyway it was recently released in the past eight years um <laughs> <laughs> well, well so the question is did they just recently release people's names because that's possible because that, that is a possible thing about so it like they had that, to that, so that could possibly yeah but uh, i i don't think anybody's actually done the research on that at least on our on our side but you know it, it was it was a uh, you know Chris Hemsworth was in it, you know it was it was actually some big some big hitters Michael Shannon Michael Pena Pena I guess you could call him I don't know is it Pena or you could Pena? I think I think you would because I most people say Pena yeah have you is ever seen Pena? Teal Day Dave Teal Day ah, yeah, Dave you're in Houston you're close to Mexico you should know the way to pronounce these things yeah we don't do that stuff here <laughs> it, it's okay um, I had a had a biology teacher in in high school. Who was doing roll, roll call with a kid in a class named Jose? You said AA Ron, and he uh, he called him Josie, so he called him Pussycats throughout high school as a result of that. <laughs> wow! Oh, poor kid, poor kid. But yeah, so uh, so twelve strong. Uh, little uh, little little. little uh, I guess it was. I, I guess we can kind of talk about this a little bit, but it's a nine eleven flick, if you will. Uh, you know they're they're kind of coming out with these a bunch of recent the past what when was zero dark thirty and the uh, oh shoot what was the speaking Lone of Survivor, Jessica Chastain Lone Survivor and stuff like that yeah so you know we we've kind of had those kind of come up in recent so we're kind of hitting that time frame where nine eleven's okay to make a movie about um, that everybody's well, kind of okay, just, been okay just with. To- I mean, they made United ninety three and World Trade Center pretty quickly after nine eleven. So, but they were not; they didn't have as much uh, critical acclaim, I would say. I, th- I felt like there was just have critical really acclaim. Well. No, 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 no. Well, but I mean, but it didn't get that much. You know, there was. I remember United ninety three coming out. I remember World Trade Center just did not get much. 
Yeah. United 93, I vaguely remember hearing about it, but not much. I didn't see it. Um, it was good. I know they were kind of pushing. Was it good? It was, okay. it was pretty I, heavy, I had never though. seen it. I don't remember. I mean, this was years ago, so I don't remember. But it, it was uh, It was good. I remember okay. it was just so, super heavy. So. But it feels like we're kind of moving into that time frame where we can actually start seeing some movies about the Afghan war. And then uh, Iraq. And this is shit that two. we all like would would have experienced. Exactly. I mean, the, so all, we all four we of us have experienced it, like in yeah. real life. We were there, present. We were so, alive. Can, can I do a quick call out? Yeah, I, I had to verify it. this because I never saw uh, World Trade Trade Center, but Michael Pena is in World Trade Center. Oh yeah, huh. you're right. Look I at didn't even him. Think of that. Also, we'll John we'll Bernthal see. had no idea. Maybe I will watch World Trade Center. Huh. Okay. Was Fair that enough. the one with Tom Hanks? Is in that one? Or? No, that was the one with Nicholas Cage. Tom Hanks was in Big. No. <laughs> Thanks, cock. <laughs> Tom Hanks was also in Sully, which I was going to make a comment about this. He so. was also in The Circle, which was a phenomenally terrible movie, which yeah. we talked wow. about uh, in check our, 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 our podcast ago. Our worst Matt, of Matt hit it out of the park by saying big. I'm sorry. Yeah. Everything else isn't as funny. Uh, no, um, what I meant was there's another movie that he's in, Up Close and Incredibly... What is it? Uh, incredibly oh, Close and... Incredibly... Loud, something. something about loud and incredibly loud. Close. Yeah. Oh, he's in that, which is also a 9/11 based. Theme. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, I think so like the plot of it was he was like, that, what was he? he was like, he was in, killed and like he was leaving a bunch of stuff around for his kid or something like that. He left, like, he left yeah. notes. Oh, it was something like loud that. and incredibly close. Yeah, He died in the Rain Over Me had a little 9/11 feel to it as well. Which one? I'm sorry. Rain Over Me with Don Cheadle and Adam Sandler. Did he? I remember seeing that movie. I don't remember that, but. No, it's been so long now. There's a bunch of them that have that yeah. thread of like but somebody who knew. Somebody I think the mostly one, I just wanted the, to make sure we, we name as as many 9/11 related movies as possible to to thwart Dave's. Well, but I mean, initial what, comment. Let's, let's think well, about then, you fine, did, you did initially enough. want to talk about recent war movies, so I mean, this kind of plays in. Well, the, there we so. go. No, we it does. I was just being an ass. So yeah, well, uh, you were doing a good job. Well, what, so, what else? What else will we have you here for, Matt? Other than being an ass, oh, to mock us for our for our short failings, which I have a lot of. Needless to say, so. On that note, I guess we can swing right into that. So, uh, how would y'all actually compare this to uh, some recent war movies, like actual recent ones? And when I say recent war movies, let's let's stick up with uh, movies about the recent wars. So Iraq, Afghanistan. So Dunkirk's out, I guess. Yeah, Dunkirk's out for the moment. We'll, we'll talk so no, about no we'll, no we'll hacks on Ridge either. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. WW2 is kind of a different whole story. So, so that it's. Uh, that sounds like Hurt Locker is still in game, still in play. Um, Fair enough. Hurt Locker is. Zero Dark Thirty. American you guys ever Sniper. see Iron Eagle? Does Iron Eagle count? Iron is Eagle it? always counts. <laughs> that was 19... Oh, wow. What year was that? Was that 80, 80, late 80s or early no, 90s? No, that was, that was Desert Storm. No. Um, was it? That was you might be film. thinking of Where Eagles Dare. No, 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 no. no, no there, was a, there was Gossett like a... Jr. Like, yeah. That's, Iron that was sorry. oh, so that was early. That was eighties. All right, fair. It might have been late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, but when did that yeah, movie anyway. come out? Sorry. So, anyway, anyway that does not pertain to Afghanistan. To it, but it couldn't have been about Desert Storm then. Fine, we're gonna talk about this. What was it? Iraq Part Two, right. or Part Two, if you will, for a Hot Shots reference. So Hot Shots, yes. <laughs> so all right. So how, how did y'all think this compared to our recent ones? There? So you know, like Thirteen Hours, uh, War Machine, definitely beat Survivor. War Machine. You think? Oh, I mean, let's be honest. We all kind of trash talked the shit yeah. out of War Machine. That was a phenomenally terrible. But it was, movie. It was like, closer to the others uh, than it was to War Machine. All right. So between yeah. this and and did you feel like this was very in line with Thirteen Hours in the way it was filmed? No, uh, that was kind of no. what the impression I got. I think it's more of Lone me. Survivor. 
I could see it being a combination of the two, actually. I didn't see American Sniper. One has a, a number that starts, a title that starts with a number. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like 13 Hours, you could tell, was a Bay film. Like, it was yeah. just bombastic and, you know, that type of style. I mean, um, Lone Survivor was extremely gory, where I thought this one was a, had a little bit of that, but wasn't super over the top. I, I, I kind of felt... Like this was the most B movie esque of all the ones that have come out in the last few years. Personally, I don't know about you guys. Wait, all right, wait, wait. So back did, up. Wait, wait. B movie yeah, in terms of what? Yeah, I was gonna say Sorry. that. What, what do you um, mean in that one? I just feel like the, you know, the special effects didn't do it any justice, especially in the third act of this movie. And we won't won't spoil anything in terms of what happens, but I just felt like it did not help itself out with the the way in which it portrayed it. Um, uh, the acting wasn't it wasn't bad, but it also wasn't great if I compare it to the other films. Um, so, so that's why I say B movie. I just feel like everything was probably a step down personally if I were to compare this uh, to I, Thirteen Hours. I, I, I think Wait, comparing you thought, it to Thirteen Hours and oh, go, go ahead, Sean. No, I say Thirteen Hours is not a good comparison at all, at least in my eyes, because I feel as if they're two, they're two separate two separate events, and then they're also well, but, we're, but B-Movie doesn't have anything to do with about the plot. He's talking about like the, the actual the, like the the movie production. film. Like if you're looking at a movie and you're judging a movie by the quality of the, the way it's filmed and the acting, that's what I'm talking about. It has nothing to do with the plot. No, I understand. I, I'm I'm just saying I, I don't think they're comparable. But anyway, continue. Well, Sorry. But why, well, why don't you think they're comparable though? No, I'm saying like I, I think well the way they were shot I thought was different. I, I mean, I, I guess that. I mean, the special effects, I, I can't really recall 13 hours as well with the special effects, but I just know the general... Lots of explosions. That's really all you get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Michael, hours. yeah, I heard Michael Bay. It's a, it's, it's a Michael Bay movie. So <laughs> yeah. it's just, if it could, um, if it could, if there's a chance it could explode, it probably exploded really well. But it's probably like not my part, or not my... I, I don't recall that movie as well as, you know, this movie because I've just seen this. So, yeah, um, that's fair. But I, from what like I can memory. recall, I don't remember, remember it being... I don't know. Thirteen hours was was fine, but I thought this was better than thirteen hours from a overall movie perspective. I, but yeah, continue, Peter. Sorry. No, that that, that was it. I was just curious. Well, yeah, so so I'll, I'll jump in on that. Um, I didn't really get a, a low production issue with it. I I thought the acting was fine. Um, nobody's gonna win an Oscar or anything, but I thought it was it was fine. I, I didn't notice anything on the, the special effects, but I'm I'm curious on that. Um, but I, there are some other criticisms I have of the movie. And I think it's more character related um, and kind of the, some of those kinds of things where I think 13 hours did hit on that and definitely Lone Survivor did. But Lone Survivor obviously had fewer, fewer folks to deal with. So <laughs> yeah. by, by virtue of the title. Um, but I, I think. Um, well, is this a good time for everybody to give their overall opinion maybe first? Yeah. Since- yeah, sure. Why not? Let's do that real quick. So Peter, why don't you start us off with that? Since you uh, brought it up. I thought it was a, a decent movie. I was not, I wasn't bored. I, I will say that it was the first movie in a while where I've been legitimately um, kind of on the edge of my seat because I didn't know the end story. I assumed what was going to happen at the end and I assumed things were going to turn out the way they did, but I was kind of, you know, waiting to see and I was definitely, there was suspense going on. So I enjoyed that. Um, like I said, I wasn't, we can get into nits like just in general the the film itself wasn't didn't seem like it was put a lot of thought in terms of or a lot of budget in terms of the the plotting um i was really not a fan of 
the way that they shot the this the the world if you will so I, and i don't know if you guys picked up on this but there's big battle scenes where you have no clue where anybody is in the, in the field of battle because the director didn't know how to like shoot the scene so, for instance, he'll show somebody who's on a on a mountain cliff and somebody who's in the valley, and because they never show you the overall layout of the battlefield, you have no clue where they are or what sort of danger they're in because everything is just like these weird close-ups and these odd yeah. angles, and you just don't get a... F- so it, it makes it very confusing, and it doesn't help you to understand who's doing what in the battle. So that kind of threw me off. Um, so we, we can get into that more. I don't want to drown on. Uh, no, overall, no. it was... Overall, it was. Um, I thought it was good. I wouldn't tell anybody to rush out and go see it, but I wasn't disappointed to go see it. So, fair enough. I, I just to jump in after you, since you brought that up, it wasn't as bad as Thirteen Hours, which I I enjoyed Thirteen Hours. Um, you know, obviously it wasn't a, a Michael Bay Transformers movie, so it was on the top. <laughs> upper, it was an upper end of a Michael Bay movie uh, of recent. But I, I actually really enjoyed. it. I thought John Krasinski and the cast did a great job overall. Um, but the biggest criticism of 13 hours from a, from a kind of a, a, just a general audience perspective is had no idea where everybody was. There were a lot of, um, con- not necessarily continuity, but if you're trying to figure out what was going on in the battle, you didn't really have an ability to do it. And I think Michael Bay has been able to, to cheat on that. And I think we discussed this back in the summer when we were talking about transformers, he can kind of cheat on that when it's robots fighting. Cause we don't really have any frame of reference for how that would happen anyways. <laughs> Um, so just kind of go with it. But when it's this, it's a lot easier to kind of like wonder about the logistics of how so-and-so can be where or where they are, or what they're referring to. And I think 12 hours had a little of that, but I think it was a little, it was, a, it wasn't as bad as 13 hours, um, kind of issues with it. But overall, you know, I was, I was entertained. It's been two, two years since we've had a, a war movie, um, a contemporary war movie. Uh, I think, uh, 13 hours was 2006, Sorry, 2016. We've obviously had Dunkirk and uh, Hacksaw Ridge since then that were War fantastic Machines, movies overall. But uh, <laughs> in terms that of wasn't really a war releases, movie. yeah. So I, I will agree, though. I mean, I think of the of the of the other movies that we've talked about, like American Sniper, Lone Survivor, Thirteen Hours, Zero Dog Thirty, and Hurt Locker. That you know, this is towards the bottom end of that list in terms of of recommending people to see it. But if, if you want to see a movie, if you want to kind of remember or learn something interesting, I don't know how factual it is uh, about that, that, that whole thing. And since it was de- just declassified, like you mentioned, so we learned more about it than maybe the book shared. It's worth checking out, but I don't necessarily, that's eh, a slow time. If you've seen, if you haven't seen Jumanji, go see Jumanji. If you have any, any like war movies, I'd say go see 12, 12, 12 strong. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to agree with Matt on that one. Um, I think the way I, I, I put this is that, look, if you have movie pass or something like that, and it, it's it's right there, you, you'll be entertained the entire time. And I think Matt, uh, uh, both Matt and Peter Kidd on this, is that you, you're not going to be upset by what you saw. It's just not, you're not going to walk out like, oh, heck yeah. Like, that was a phenomenal film. And, you know, overall, it was, it was entertaining. Um, if you want a good flick to watch that was kind of based on this whole kind of time frame, I mean... Obviously, I, I think Zero Dark Thirty is probably my favorite of that entire grouping that we that we were kind of talking about. Just from its, um, I, I, I enjoyed the whole subplots and everything like that in that particular film. This one, yeah, there wasn't as much explosions as there was in like Thirteen Hours, but 
I'm still kind of I'm still kind of in a little disagreement with uh, with Peter's B movie uh, reference. Just I, I'm not <laughs> I'm not feeling I'm not feeling it as much. I just when I when I think B movie, I think sci fi um, sci fi channel film. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's, it, That's it. Just goes in like just like where you or can war, war machine. See. War Machine B movie. Oh God, I just I think it was just a crap movie, personally. Or Nick Nicholas Cage. Sorry, Nick. Nicholas Cage is actually a great one. So unfortunately, you could throw in what was it? He's also an Academy Award winner, so and deservedly so. Indeed, for some of his flicks in the past, and now he just you know he's got to pay for his what was it his uh, his pyramid uh, gravestone or whatever the hell he's got nowadays. Yeah, not his worst film, but uh, but yeah, no. Overall, Snake Eyes was not his worst film. I agree. Yeah. No, but overall, I would say, if you have, and I think Matt hit it right on the head, is that if you haven't seen Jumanji yet, or you have seen Jumanji and you're still looking for another film to go see, this would probably be my second or third in the in the week of, of movies to go see that's already in theaters right now. So, um, obviously, we're 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 bigger fans of Jumanji in this one, but you know, this is it, it, it's a decent movie. It, it, it's it's pretty good. It's it's entertaining. So that's really all I can say about that. You're not gonna. You're not going to come out, you know, questioning your, um, uh, I guess, opinion on the entire Iraqi and Afghanistan, Afghani war. So, Sean, what about you? Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I thought it was an enjoyable movie. I uh, definitely would put it above a couple of the other movies I've seen that are, I guess, relative to the 9-11 era. Um my biggest complaint, not biggest complaint, but like we all know how I feel about accents and Chris Hemsworth, English, American accent. Like I kind of, I get, in really? a, I get in a zone where I get hooked on shit and I got hooked on it to where it was, was like it a, a feeling. No, it wasn't a feeling. It was more of like a hooked on, like a hooked on phonics. <laughs> it does work for me. But uh, and it, it apparently it didn't work for him. But so uh, wait, so so wait. I I, I didn't I, even I, catch it. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I didn't I even catch it. It's because of the fact that I just know he's not. It it it, it it's just every time I go into any of these movies where I know that it's a not a non a non American actor playing an American role, they've it's like they have this. I caught it at the beginning. Fucking for you, Western, I, like it's like he's a cowboy. Like he, every he did scene, have like a in the beginning, he had like a Western. <laughs> he like snuck it. He, he was being lazy, and he's like, "I'll just do Western real quick." Yeah. To, so, but it's it. Kentucky. Yeah. So they've got more of a twang. I'm in Texas now, but I don't have a, any sort of Texas accent. By well, that's because you're a, you're, you're yeah. a transplant. It's okay. I don't think he could have been favors to do an American accent, which he doesn't have, and then add a Kentucky American accent. The the highlight yeah. was that the fact that they were at least smart enough to say that, and this this might be the case in real life, but his wife uh, in real life, who is also his wife in the movie, is playing yeah, smoke. <laughs> uh, so apparently she survived from uh, the, uh, what was it? Fate of the Furious. Fate of the Furious. We never saw what happened to her. But she played like a Spanish accent, which is like, okay, I don't know if that's actually the case, but good job. She, I mean, yeah, she basically, she uh, speaks Spanish. She, and yeah, she, she did herself. Just went with it. Yeah. <laughs> was like, that his kid too? I meant to look that up. It could have been. I, I was curious just, about that. Um, but no, no, overall, I mean, I mean, if you're looking for something, this this time of the year, it's always uh, like a minefield in terms of what you're going to get. And this is one of those movies that I enjoyed it. I had a great time going to see it. Would I say it's Academy worthy? Um, no, not at all. 
would I say, is it worth your $8.95 or $9.95? Absolutely. Um, if you're looking for something to go see in the theater, you get the action. You, I, I thought the action scenes, t- to your point, Peter, um, were pretty enjoyable. I didn't think they were terrible. Uh, there were some that I know exactly what you're talking about to where you could tell the director just didn't know what to do. Which is fair because whenever you're in an action movie, it's hard to bring a lot of scenes together and have continuity. But, you know, again, I'll say like it's a fine movie. Definitely in in the 80 percent, my case, um, I saw Rotten Tomatoes had it in the 50s, which fuck those guys. Like, what are you looking for this time of the year? Um, I'm starting to like, I'm starting to just get pissed off at those things. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Cause the audience knows what they're going to like 75% from the audience is about fair. I mean, that's, that's, that's exactly what I would expect. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. The, the 50% from, from the, uh, critics is a little harsh. Um, when looking back, you look at different movies and you're just like, how the fuck is this movie ranked lower than that movie? So I think it's all just an arbitrary number at this point. So, um, but yeah, I, from I'd a say critic I, perspective, from a critic perspective, I think yeah, if you critics look at the, about, the yeah. audience, the audience reviews, I think they're they're fairly in line. Other That's than what I said. Like sometimes I can than, tell. Uh, other than for Matt for uh, the Last Jedi, <laughs> but this yeah. this is not the Last Jedi. <laughs> this, this is Twelve Strong, which has horses, soldiers on horseback. Which one? The story itself, factual, fucking crazy. <laughs> the fact that like. These guys, I, I, what they I was, did I was the in that way. window yeah. of time and and in this scenario, th- that's what made it more enjoyable for me. And then the second thing was the fact that like out of the whole window that is the Afghan war, like this was one of the this is class like this is considered one of the most successful campaigns, and it's like three weeks, whole yeah. fucking ten years. I mean, what was, the fuck were you doing? <laughs> it was October, right? So it was yeah. within yeah. it was within two months was, of nine eleven. Yeah, it was within it was five weeks. It was so, five weeks afterwards. Five, it, five weeks and then the time three it ended, weeks to finish it, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. So but it's just it's like, crazy. what the fuck did we do the next ten years? Um, and I go back to WW or uh, George W. So but anyway, if, but no, but, <laughs> but, but 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 you say that. So actually, if you really want to watch like a. Um, a good representation of probably what happens during war. What is the show on HBO? And I'm 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 blanking out on it. Pacific, Matt, I think uh, Generation Kill would be a Generation Kill. That was a good show. I think too. that I think that would be a great representation of what probably happens once we we get in. I think it's just that. Yeah, I, I think that's I think it's I I think that movie or that show represented a great like mentality of how our war machine, quote unquote. Yes, I know terrible movie, but like. How it actually happens. So, you know, I, I, I think yeah. none of us have served. So, you know, it's kind of a us, you know, pointing fingers at certain like things like that. But I would imagine that's kind of how it is. And so we can't say anything about that. It's just more of a, you know, it's logistics issues. I, I'll say that. How about that? No, I mean, that's fair. It, I'll call but, it, I'll call it logistics issues. Again, what, but what, what I will say though, from a theatrical standpoint, I don't want to get into a political uh, diatribe at all no. um, with war, but um it is what it is like it, it, they did I, you know it's an action movie i thought it was fine what i recommended to people to go see like over i tanya probably not but if they're looking for something to go see this weekend or next weekend with action i'd say yeah go see it yeah i think i think yeah. that's a great way to put it and awesome. with most of the people i know i'll be recommending this over i tanya oh or- matt no 
you know, that's another that's another <laughs> conversation. Yeah. I still haven't seen Itanya, so I can't. No, that's just people. That I, that's just the that's just the you know the people I know. It's, the they, it's not that they won't audience? like Itanya. They will. Uh, wait oh for yeah, Itania I guess you're right. In you're in Texas. That makes sense. Well, no, they'll wait for Itanya in theaters. I'm sorry, they'll wait for Itanya at home, and they'll want to see you know War War or Twelve Strong in theaters. Yeah, that, that's right, more so what it is. I feel like we're getting I, we're, we're we're getting close to a a very spoiler esque because I think we're kind of getting into uh, it, yeah. So can let's... I can I lead that off real quick? It's not really a spoiler because it's in the trailer. the The one thing I was most surprised by um, is that scene in the trailer where the horse stands up like crazy, like quick. Um, I was like, oh yeah, I'm, you know, cool. For some reason, even though I knew it was happening in the trail in the in the you know from the trailer when i saw the movie and that happened again i got it was towards the end of one of the you know but i still got pretty amped up like that was, that was really well shot so i thought i thought that was kind of cool not really spoilerly but i still really enjoyed that random two seconds of film fair enough um so i guess we'll, we'll go into spoilers now because there's some stuff i do want to talk about in regards to that like kind of like what i didn't like about the film and and I'm gonna blame this on a the fact that this is a Jerry uh, it's a it's a Bruckheimer film, right? Yes, it's yeah, a, a he's produced by this, and and I think he's never really and it's an action movie, so that's where I think this is, and I'm giving it to that fact that it's an action movie as opposed to a more war documentary. What bothered me most of the film was while they were riding on the horses, they never ever ever changed their freaking clips. Did y'all notice that? Dave, I, you have the I, weirdest things that bother it you. Is, it, is the, it is the weirdest thing that bothered me. But like, so, as they're riding by, they're just like they unloading They did change these clips, guys. though. I definitely remember when, seeing them yeah. change they clips. They would stop. But, they would stop. But like, there was yeah, like but we a 10-minute time they, could, they cut, a, they they cut between people. Through. They cut between oh, people. It, so it, the it, other it, people changed their clips while you were seeing some sorry. If you want to complain about that, we've all played first-person shooter games. So those people that are trying to, you know, assault rifles... Or auto rifle, auto rifle, shoot the guys on the horses. We've all missed some guy point blank with our, you know, machine gun in the first person. Yeah, because I got to swap out to my so pistol can, real quick and shoot him. Yeah, because I'm like, but, ah, shit, I didn't reload fast but enough. But on the other end of it, so that wasn't that big of a problem. But on the other end of it, our guys that a lot of them hadn't worn, uh, ridden horses before were shooting pretty well on the back of a. Oh, don't disagree. So that, I'm just saying. well, no, I'm just saying if you're gonna nitpick, nitpick their main amazing accuracy on the back of on the first time of a horse not that they had that is bullets. that is a that is a green beret at its finest which i, I was actually, actually i actually i was a little upset that. that they didn't note who what what special forces team that was. that's true doing. i was surprised I was, they didn't say that. i was a little surprised by that I, I think they need to give more credit to those guys because that's the green berets kind of don't get as much credit as like the seals and uh and delta force and stuff like that and i think those guys they, they they really needed that, and I, I was when they were a singing concerned. the song, I actually oh, yeah, forgot the pretty, Green Beret yeah. song. I was like, "Oh yeah. right, yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> well, I'm an idiot." Well, and I and I kind of wish they would have done uh, the closing of the movie. You know, usually when they do these true stories, they the showed song. a picture of the entire squad, yeah. but they didn't like put names over it. I thought it yeah. would have been nice to do that because I just felt like we were all even talking about the movie before we started recording, and the names are not memorable because they never really focused too much on character and it would have been cool to maybe learn a little bit more about the guys so but i mean the 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 highlight of this movie that i'll say and i didn't realize this 12 for 12 like the 12 guys all came back like yeah that's that's fucking awesome that That was that was probably the biggest spoiler of the movie yeah well exactly which i mean we were in so did everybody no 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 i know everybody else anticipate that that really everybody else everybody else anticipated i knew i knew I knew that uh, 
what's his name Hemsworth's character was real because I went to the Steelers game last week and he was there. So I was like, hey, hey it's the actual guy that the movie's based on. So um, so FYI to everybody out there. So Sean's just dropping for the fact that he gets to watch. Oh yeah, no big deal. Jerry Bruckheimer but just, and Chris just, Hemsworth. Just no big deal or anything like that. You know, yeah, that those two were at the at the game on Sunday last week. So um, that's hot. That was kind of cool. But anyway, they were with the guy, the actual guy from the Hemsworth portrayed in the movie, which was very cool. So I had no idea. So I actually did a quick read before I went and saw the movie because you look and you see all these different guys that are, you know, it's been what now, 15 years since they essentially, since they've gone over there, 16 years? Um, Seven? Yeah, 16. Yeah. Uh, So it's just like, yeah, uh, it, it it makes it that more like that much more awe inspiring. Oh, the yeah. fact that, that it actually happened and that's yeah. real that that's what gets me a little bit. But um, yeah, again, it, great story. I thought it had a lot of cool things into it. Uh, then a lot of a couple of good jokes. I appreciated the Nickelback. It's like, oh, what have you guys been doing? Oh, we got a Nickelback concert, asshole. Uh, I laughed pretty <laughs> hard good. at that, that just because I'm like, yeah, if there's anything I'd, I'd rather do than go to a Nickelback concert, it's definitely go to afghanistan so <laughs> i, I, might I be up there. Th- while we're on that i kind of want to throw out that michael pena can play that exact comic relief mo- role in any yeah. movie like regardless yeah. if it's a, a true comedy or a full-on drama and yeah, it always man. works yeah like it's surprising how well it works in this movie whereas <laughs> i don't think other actors can pull that off and i think it was it was pretty great he, he plays the perfect sarcastic just funny for mm-hmm. psychic friend like just yeah on, I mean, he is just perfect at that. So I don't think of two movies of where he didn't. One being Crash, and the other being a Shooter. Oh, with regards to being uh, wait, comic Shooter? Relief. You don't think he was a comic relief? Not, not to the degree that he was in this or Ant Man right, or so many enough. others. Yeah, he was enough. there. He was much more lighthearted than well, uh, all right. Three named Mark Wahlberg character, um, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Only because he was an assassin. That's the only reason he got three names. He was a sniper. He wasn't an... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He was, watch t- he was thought conspiracy to be... Theory. Yeah. Conspiracy Phenomenal theory. film, by the way. Yeah. Go watch Conspiracy Theory. Great film. But anyway. Write that down. Might be my uh, my Putin pick for the week. Just right. FYI. Well, so, someone yeah. was actually playing that ahead of time, but hey, no big deal. I like I... to roll with it. I like to roll and see where it comes out. Uh, what's coming out everywhere? Hoo-ha. So, so, so in addition to Michael Pena, Michael Shannon did a great job as as per usual. Yeah, um, they didn't even I, talk I expected about him. to see more of him. Actually, that um, was surprised. So like, yeah, okay. So it was me, and just I guess just to jump on that of of all the twelve soldiers, I actually expected to see more of all of them and more of the camaraderie, which they usually do, even in like Lone Soldier where or Lone Survivor, where you end up not obviously having. Um, everybody there. There was actually more camaraderie developed or built you, on screen. You kind of cared one, a little bit more about those guys for some yeah, reason. When so you this, lost it, not, you felt it. Not to say I didn't care about. Obviously, I did, yeah. but it, it kind of took for granted that you would naturally care about them. They didn't give you the full development or the even you know thirteen thirteen hours. I thought did a great job of it. Um, this one, I we you know we kind of did, but I think the director kind of capitalized on the fact that the audience would be a kind of a de facto rooting for these guys and invested in these characters. And it would have been nice to see a little bit more build up. And I, from some of the jokes that did land and were there, I think there's a longer cut of this movie where they had a lot of those scenes in there and they just decided to trim them out for pacing or something. But it would, it would have been nice to see a little more of that. Like the joking on the, uh, the, the helicopter ride was, was pretty good. 
Um, I like that. I was just gonna say I I totally agree with you, and what what's kind of interesting about that too is that um, you don't really know you don't really know who does what on the team, right? Like you don't understand. You you get that Chris Chris Hemsworth's the captain, and you get that uh, Michael Shannon's kind of the second in command, but everybody else kind of plays a no name role. In fact, you don't even realize one of the guys is more of a medic until the very end of the movie. At least I don't well, remember them. He had the glasses. That's all I know. That, that was, was it. Yeah, that was, was it. He, he actually had a medic? I didn't even realize that. I don't think the, he, the glasses guy wasn't the medic, was he? He was. I think he was. Well, he that was, was with Michael th- Shannon. The other medic guy went to go meet him up. That might have been. Yeah. Well, so. So, so again, I guess it's point proven, right? It's They didn't, to your point, Matt, yeah. they didn't focus on character too much. And so it would have been, I think they would have been nice to have a little bit more and, and maybe play that out a bit. That would have been nice. Although the, the runtime on this was pretty damn long. So the fact that, that it was that, 130 minutes and we didn't and get they that cut some out. interesting. Yeah. That's why I'm, I'm really think they shot it and just left it on the floor to to, to keep the movie shorter. So person, yeah. Okay. I would see the longer cut if it's, if yeah. it's, if it's available, I'd actually see it. Cause I like, characters i like the camaraderie that they usually develop in these movies so so you're you're bringing up the the point that that actually got me was and it was and it was kind of upsetting as just a from watching the film is when they were coming off the helicopter at the very end right so they were all coming off they had just landed back at um uh k2 the k2 base after the whole mission ended and i'm looking at their faces as they're walking off and i'm like i only recognize three or four of these guys and that was when i realized like shit they didn't actually do enough to where i actually cared about half these guys because i didn't recognize yeah. their faces and it was kind of upsetting because i was like man they missed an opportunity there like i remember the kid the guy with the blonde hair because they always made fun of him you remember michael pena you remember uh chris hemsworth and you remember uh, michael shannon's characters but after that i was kind of like in uh glasses glasses guy yeah, but well, even I, him I like the guy even him the, the only hair, reason the hairdo that hair. was the horses that was that like, don't forget about jeff stoltz yeah, exactly. I knew that dude. He, I mean, he had a whole scene where it was just him and Chris Hemsworth having a conversation, and I was like, "Hey, you've been in the Hot Guy in every uh, romantic comedy." <laughs> uh, um, but no, so by like, the way, we're, we're quick on him. Did y'all notice he was really looked like he was losing his hair in that film? Uh, I don't want to talk about that. I'm really. just saying, as a fellow hey, man who's hey, losing his hair, as a man who's, who's losing it, I was looking at him like, man, he should have just <laughs> shaved Speaking his of bad, like, attempt to lose hair, like, William Finchner, like, his hair was, like, that, the bald cap thing was distracting. <laughs> was terrible. Yeah. Terrible yeah. Okay, bald, bald okay did he, uh, was it a bald cap? Oh, yeah. yeah for sure. Oh, 100%. God. You can see the terrible. bulge from where the yeah. cap starts, because he had this alien looking He clearly had hair still. Yeah. Yeah, did not work out. Like, the Rob Riggle, like, I get Rob Riggle being in this movie because he's a name, but and I appreciated him because he was actually, I from what I heard, I was telling you guys earlier, this was his, he played the role of his supervisor or his superior in Afghanistan because he was a Marine. So um, that oh, was kind of cool. He was, so he was actually a lieutenant colonel. In the movie the, he was. No, apparently in real life. Um, I'm willing to debate that. It is on his IMDb page. It says Google's. comedian, actor, and United States Marine Corps Reserve Lieutenant Colonel Robert Allen Riggle Jr. Huh. Good for him then. Shit. Yeah. But anyway, he. So I yeah, would he, never guess that. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, everybody knew he was like he served, but uh, it's you know this is kind of out of the box a little bit because it wasn't really a comedic role as much as he has played in past uh, pastimes. But uh, but no, like I mean, the cast itself was fine. Like there's. A couple of things with the Afghanis that I'm just like, this is kind of cheesy. 
but at the same time, I don't know because we don't really know a lot which, about Afghanis. Which um, parts? Where are you thinking? Oh, the dude, the 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 general, the colonel. Uh, yeah, the general of the Northern Rebels. Or general whatever. Dostum. Yeah. 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 That was just that whole interaction was was just like, eh, eh. is it that kind of? I was uneasy about that. I just thought it was kind of a. You mean him and Chris Hemsworth? Yeah, exactly. There, they become like the surrogate father type yeah. role by the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> so like that, and then like the fact that he's—I thought it was. Well, I did think this was hilarious. How he kept trying to fuck with them. Like he is like messaging to that. He's on the radio. That guy. He's like, I told you they're here. We're gonna fucking bomb you now. Like, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny, but it was kind of still. You could tell it was just there for comedic, uh, comedic relief. Um, but again, I. For what it is, I, I try not to get honed down into too much because it was an enjoyable movie, and I don't really, it was. I don't really have anything too bad or too good to say about it, other than just the cast was fine. There were some things that you know, yeah, you could tell that was in there just because it was Hollywood. But would I again back to what? Would you go see it again, or would you sit through it again? Yes, I'd sit through it again. Would I recommend people go sit if go? Would I go back and sit through it again in Hollywood or in theaters? No, I wouldn't. So, it's a that that means it's just yeah, it's a, it's an okay movie. So I want I want to just air my one the one main grievance. I I totally agree with you, Sean. I think the the takeaway is there there wasn't any one thing in this movie that I would say this was a terrible movie. Like I don't I don't by any means. And when I was saying B movie, I understand you guys all have problems with that. (laughs) There there is meaning associated. There there is a connotation with B movie. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and I think you guys weren't picking up what I meant by that, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, Well, we just think you were wrong. No. And I think you're an asshole. Uh, (laughs) That's that. You got something right. You are accurate. (laughs) Cha-ching. No. um, My biggest issue, I think was the, the third act of this movie. I just felt like I felt like it was a little long. I felt like the again, and I was looking for this term, and it's not even a it shouldn't be a term that should have left my brain, but um, you know, an establishing shot. There was never really an establishing shot in that final scene for you to fully understand where people were on the on the battlefield. Right. So I think that bothered me the entire time because they kept jumping between, uh, Michael Pena and I can't think of his name who are up on the mountainside. And then they jumped between the other crew who was also on the side of a mountain. I have no clue where they were in the field. And then Chris Hemsworth and them were coming from the, the Valley. And I just felt like it wasn't, it was extremely hard to understand what was going on until they started storming, uh, they actually started riding the horses and storming the final, like that final two minutes. But I felt but that's, like the rest of that. Yeah. No, so no, no, I was gonna say they they tried with the map, like right when they were when they were at the at, back at K two, they were trying to explain that whole thing to you, they, but they it just showed it. It, no, it didn't, didn't work. It didn't. Didn't it work. Did, yeah, I, I, no, agree. I agree. If, with if you. that if if so, movies that have establishing shot establishing shots still show the map because they're showing that they're passing information from one character to another. It's yeah. not necessarily for the audience to pick up on it. And then they show an establishing shot for the audience to be like, oh, fuck, map, 3D, get it. Um, but I agree, well, with, it's, I agree with yeah. Peter that we didn't get that. It didn't bug me as much, but I think it's because I'm still mad at 13 hours for giving me establishing shots <laughs> and then just completely ignoring well, all of it. Like, hey, well, you, this is where people are. 
But don't worry, they're either closer or farther than it, they need it to don't be matter. from where I, they need matter. to be. I, so. I totally agree with you because what ha- here's here's my example, right? Is what Thirteen Hours does well is it establishes that they're fighting in this um, compound, compound, right? And you understand the size of the compound. You understand there's multiple levels, and you understand where people are in the compound. Now, where they fuck it up is that Michael Bay. I think he just produced that movie, actually. I don't know if he directed it, but regardless, it's edited. We, we so talked about have, it last time. He, he directed it. He directed that it, one, okay. actually, yeah. It, yeah. It, it's edited like he literally took a hatchet and just started chopping at the film. So you never, you can never understand what's happening because it keeps jumping between people and places. Same yeah. like he does with Transformers movies. What this doesn't do well is it shows this giant map, but it never shows you where the people are and it never shows you them looking over the scene right so all you had to do is show from their eyes looking down at the battlefield and then maybe even looking over to the other counterparts so you got a feel for like where people were with respect to one another you literally had no clue that could have been taking place over like 50 miles of space and i had no clue what was happening so i i think that just really it, again, it didn't ruin the movie for me, but it made it so that some of the scenes didn't have as much impact because it was just kind of weird. And just to jump in on that, and I, I agree, I, I think to a less extent, but it, you know, I, I definitely was cognizant of it, and it was something I was thinking about while watching the movie. But uh, one of you know that was even at the earliest earliest town that they got to that was being um, held by the bad folks, Al-Qaeda. the Taliban. Excuse me, um, the Taliban, and. Uh, you know they had to bomb the supply line and and the the troops for the Taliban, but they weren't all. You know I thought they were actually in the town, so I was like, "How do you bomb?" In yeah, the, but I they were actually the completely separate, and they were yeah. very far away. So where the town yeah. was, so it's it just I I didn't expect, and we didn't really get that until you know a little bit later. How it, just, so just I, another one of those where we didn't get the full establishing shot. I, I will say the the scene in which they did the first bombing. Was I, I kind of got bothered by it because they really didn't explain to me why he couldn't hit like you know, you know what I'm talking about like the grating yeah. and all that stuff why and that was just hit it? well they, like they, they, they covered I, it because the they like the they were the too far was, away yeah well and the dude's like oh no we're there you just just trust me and then but but that was the thing is like it didn't ex- it really didn't explain much and I don't know anything about I, I've never I've never done that and I wish they would have just gone a little bit more explanation as to it that, that was it because he literally rides up and then he's able to call it a little better I, I'm with you yeah they didn't, and I didn't he wasn't that why. much closer yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I was I didn't just get what 100 I was, yards did and, and, and look I'm I understand what they were probably trying to do but it just it it didn't it it didn't make sense to me that was it yeah. and I, I know there's probably a reason for it and there was probably like an explanation behind it but they just didn't film it properly to, well, to give it a thing yeah. again one thing it's, just, on it's that, a no. minor it's a minor little thing yeah yeah it's just minor yeah no it, but one one thing that that did the whole thing did remind me is that that was 16 17 years ago now not that I True. forget that technology changed. No, it, and obviously technology was different back then, so they had to do something. They didn't explain it to the audience, and they certainly didn't explain it to an audience in 2018 um, that can pinpoint locations pretty easily. But um, it was just the whole, the whole, the whole thing completely. I was like, all right, 2001, not that easy. Obviously, the military said GPS; they were talking about it, but the whole aspect of it was just completely different. Um, yeah. yeah, that was it. Not that big of a thing, but it was just something that I. I don't remember the last time I didn't have GPS or uh, something like that. So, so on, on, I'll name the one the one special effect piece that bothered me, and I think maybe it just it didn't bother anybody else. I might be overly critical, but the uh, what was it like? They had 
was it 21 rocket launcher or a 40 rocket launcher 40 yeah so when they started shooting rockets did anybody else get bothered by the cheesiness of the way they filmed the scenes as the rockets i just it just was kind of goofy it didn't uh, that, feel that was kind of to it me. was one of those things to me like did it feel like a little outdated yes but at the same time like it, aren't, it, aren't rockets a little outdated like you don't see a lot of as many rockets as you used to because uh, most things are aren't they uh, sort of like I'm not gonna, guided I'm gonna, dis- I'm gonna disagree with you on that one because they still use those but also asking I, I figured the aerospace but expertise but, would chime in I, w- I will agree that they the expl- are you talking about the explosions Peter yeah just the effects yeah right? well, I was talking they, about the, 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 they, shoot, was, the reloading and shooting but no no the no, reloading no. shooting just, was fine it was that, the that explosions was against the the ridge that the, they were the mountain yeah yeah nothing it didn't and affect anything I, and then the way they showed the rocks falling on yeah like, it just it didn't make you it feel was, like anybody was in danger it was very was it was very thing. sci-fi falling rocks kill. I didn't get that I I understood falling rocks being dangerous yeah. I didn't have no. a, well it was yeah. I think I, no. and, and, but I want, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this I agree with Peter in the fact that when they showed like when it was hitting the hitting the mountainside when they were kind of showing the 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 I'll call it the spray of uh, of rocket launcher and they were kind of shooting above them I will agree the explosions on the mountainside I was just like eh whatever it was just like it, well, and, they didn't. They didn't, my, ex, they didn't spare no expense. Let's put it that. And way. my and my point was, I understand falling rocks would kill you. My point was, about ninety percent of the rockets, even though they were supposedly hitting right above these guys, it didn't do anything. I think they showed one scene where a rock fell, and the rest of the scenes was them just going, "We need to get to them." So it just felt like a wasted. So, like, so 10 I was going to say my thing on that wasn't that. The special effects took me out of anything. It was more they just aimed really poorly, and maybe those were just really bad aiming, well, or they were so, like hard to aim. Well, no, those but. things are definitely hard to aim. I oh mean, no, I, I know they are literally aiming those things by eye, and they're just. I mean, that's why it's forty of them because yeah. you just literally unload it all and just hope you hit hope. something. Kind of like why we were bombing them with B fifty twos blew my blew my mind, <laughs> blew my freaking mind on that whole whole thing. So is it not like enough. is it not like laser guided? They did later yeah. in the movie. So why? But is that? no, early early on they weren't. They were just literally. That's why he was having issues with calling it in because he had to go up a hundred yards to find a better location so they could call out the grids that they were trying to hit and they couldn't hit it. There was no laser guiding. They didn't do laser guided until later, which still blew my damn mind. But anyway, so it sounds like we can all agree that the movie overall very entertaining. You know, it, there we we all have nitpicky little issues here and there. Other than the the bald cap, which apparently is a big sticking issue with everybody, which probably was the worst special effects thing we've seen in quite a while. But regardless, um, but overall, it was it was a fairly entertaining movie. Nobody was bored. It nobody fell asleep, right? Nobody, nobody. All right, good. nobody no fell sleeping. asleep. It, it it keeps you engaged. So I think we, we were all kind of on the same page. It was like you know, it's one of those movies you you should see. Um, do you need to go run out and spend all your money on it? I, I can't really necessarily say that. Like, if you have Movie Pass, go see it. I, I, I think I, I recommended that to everybody that I know that has Movie Pass. I'm like, you know what? If you saw Jumanji, go see it. What about y'all? Y'all agree with that? Or C- completely agree. Yeah, even okay. if you, even if you don't have Movie Pass, but you like action movies or war movies, go see it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, that... a, it's a Jerry Bruckheimer produced movie, so you know, you know, you know how you're gonna be. Well, I mean. To follow up on that, like there's not a, this is the time of the year where I think this is the perfect movie because it has it'll get steam, it'll build up a little bit. Um, there's been enough hype behind it that people at least know of it. I would think um, with Jerry Bruckheimer, Chris Hemsworth, and 
maybe not Michael Shannon, but I mean, at least those two people know about them. So until what, uh, like Panther comes out, maybe this might be one of the movies I might recommend for the next couple of weeks. Although yeah. we'll see. Um, uh, my, my only, my only caveat would be because there's so much that's getting re-released in a lot of the like best picture noms are either back in theaters or are still in theaters. My only thing I would say is to you guys' point, if you've seen everything else, I would say sure. But otherwise I'd say wait until it comes out on home video and go see, you know, some of those best picture noms. That's the only thing I would probably say. To, to contradict you, a lot of those ones are better suited for home viewing, whereas this is a action movie for, if you don't think it's the a theater. B movie, the special yeah. effects will be good enough for a big screen. Yeah. Just to, you know. It's not. It's not I, an IMAX. It's not an IMAX. It's not an IMAX uh, right. action film, right. but it's a go see it on a theater film. But just Fine. action movies in general, I, I yeah. think. I think they're better to see in theaters. Which yeah. Uh, agreed. Yeah, if you're like, yeah. like, yeah, Hollywood movies agreed they can see anywhere. No, I mean, I want everybody to go see Darkest Hour and Molly's and Death Game Wish. And, and stuff. But so, by the way, that actually did come up as a preview, and I'm getting actually really pumped about that film. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Does it have a release yet? It's, Not uh, yet. I think it's, it, De- you're talking about Death Wish? Yeah. I think it's coming out at the same time as uh, uh, as Black Panther, the 14th. Yes, I got to see two movies or that weekend. 16th, whatever that weekend is. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a bad choice. It is, it is a bad choice. I'm not 100% on that. I just, I'm That's literally sure like a close. Death Wish for money. Oh, Matt, with the puns. So, uh, yeah. So, anybody else got any uh, additional stuff you want to talk about on uh, this film or... I think we've fairly established where where we stand on this one. Any uh, I, last I, thoughts? Yeah, go one, for it. one more thing. Yeah, go uh, for it. And definitely in the spoiler territory. Um, obviously, going into twelve strong, twelve soldiers, twelve horse soldiers. The split up at first. At first, I was a little worried they weren't going to get six more horses for everybody. I was a little concerned. I'm glad they got them. Um, <laughs> for the horses. But second, the movie. You know, not that I didn't think that the general Dawson's army was your you know troops were going to help them they definitely played a much larger role um than i thought and uh pretty gnarly thinking yeah. about that yeah so not that this is a deep movie or anything like that but pretty pretty crazy but yeah i guess uh i guess anything else anybody nope all right well uh i think that'll do us on uh on 12 strong so i guess we'll go right into our uh potent picks of the week so uh I guess Sean, we can go start off with you. Any change in your potent pick that you uh, were throwing out there? No, not for me. I think uh, one of the things we were talking about earlier that I, I figured was relevant was uh, was watching this movie, and there's a guy Jeff Stoltz, who's an actor who's been in a few different things, and I I was trying to sit there and place which which one movie stood out, and I realized a few, but one of which I thoroughly enjoyed is She's Out of My League, which is about we were talking Phenomenal about film. 2009, 10, maybe, right? For a release uh, date about 10 years ago. Got a great cast. Uh, Jay Barishaw is the main actor, along with TJ Miller. And this Jeff Stoltz is uh, sort of his uh, I guess rival when it comes to this, the one girl. And the actress's name's going to escape me, but I think Matt has it. Matt, what's her name again? Are we talking about Kristen Ritter? Uh, yes. No, 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 Alice no, 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 no. Alice, Alice Eve. Eve. Yeah. Alice Eve. Alice Eve, the actor from She's Out of My League. But uh, great movie. I live in Pittsburgh now, and th- that movie was filmed here. And I remember that was my first really I, – I just – it stood out that this movie was filmed in Pittsburgh. And I was like, okay, like that's Pittsburgh. So 
Um, but over but overall it's a it's a fairly entertaining it's a, movie. It's a, it's a very I mean, it's entertaining a very movie. entertaining movie. A side note, uh they, there's a lot of reference to uh Hall and Oates in that movie. And phenomenal last week one of the members of Hall and Oates actually sang the national anthem uh at the Steelers game. That was and, Oates, right? Yeah, uh, it was Oates, yeah, yeah. Uh I can't remember. I never forget their I I know it's Hall and Oates, but I always forget their first names. Um one of them is John. John I think it's John Hall though, right? I don't know. John Oates. Yeah. Who knows? I I just, they're all Hall and Oates to me. Hall or Oates. Oates is the mustache man. Have have you guys heard of the the kind of comedic duo, the the two two women? Yes. um, Garfunkel and Oates? Yeah. I've never heard of them. Oh, they're fantastic. Lots of fun, fun songs. I I feel bad because obviously they took Garfunkel and Oates as the title because they're giving our Garfunkel from Paul, uh, you know, Simon and Garfunkel and Hall and Oates, Oates. A little more credit, yeah. but Oates still ends at the end of the title, so I feel bad for for Oates. Yeah. So Garfunkel gets a little more credit, credit, but Oates is still the the second string. Needless to say, some great tie in there too. Uh, she's out of my league, and uh, T.J. Miller definitely hilarious as a. Uh, he also is in a Hall Oates cover band, so uh, adult good, education, adult edu- adult education, and all they only play Hall Oates, nothing else. Yeah. Of course, but anyway, like it's early years, Billy, uh, Billy Joel. Great movie, definitely worth checking out. I, uh, I highly recommend it. So, um, but that's my pick for the week, Matt. What about you? Good, good choice, good choice. I'm dropping uh, a little bit, a little bit older um, for for my pick. I, I don't know if it, it has to do with uh, Reddit's increased infatuation with Keanu Reeves for the past couple weeks, or. Um, or just the fact that I watched The Commuter, which which has a, a train. And, <laughs> but uh, either way, uh, Speed, I, I just rewatched. It's been a while. One of my favorite movies as a kid. Um, my first, R-rate, my first R-rated movie I could ever watch. Fun fact. I, I, for, I forgot it was R-rated until there were there were a lot of fucks. Uh, I always loved What's His Face from, yeah. from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off saying, yep. oh darn. Oh darn. <laughs> fuck me. Oh darn. Rep- um, say everything I say. Oh fuck. Fuck me, Odar. Great film. Great film. Great film. Got, gotta love Speed. And I, you know, I just want to to jump into Speed Two real quick, just as a, a little bit of a downer here. Cruise Control. Speed Two. My mom knew I was obsessed with Speed, so she actually took me out of school in in 1997, early, to go catch an afternoon showing of Speed Two. That was the first movie. That was my first experience of knowing that you could not like a movie. Oh, wow. so that was that was a pretty detrimental experience in my life um, it's a good it's not and, a bad cast either no and willem dafoe like you yeah. look back at everything you start selling sandra bullock you had the guy who had the jaguar and speed one getting his cameo back in um jason patrick yeah. not terrible yeah exactly uh, so i don't know i couldn't think that. of his name but, yeah <laughs> wait which part jason patrick or but in any case um speed is something i i cannot yeah, it it hell. I just watched it. it. It was still a lot of fun. Um, if you if you think you you want to finish the the franchise, you know you got speed. You you're like, oh, there's a second one. Don't don't do it. Don't finish it. Um, I I would recommend Grease two before watching Speed two. Um, so just <laughs> would we? I I don't think I've ever seen Speed two a second time. Though the best benefit it came of Speed on TBS two, a ton. Let's be honest. Yeah, it was. It made it back when that was a problem. I had to not watch TV when they did that. Um, <laughs> but I, the the one thing I want to drop on Speed Two, the the only benefit of it is there's a Simpsons episode where Otto, the the school bus driver, goes out of control. 
and Milhouse says it's like Speed 2, but on a bus instead of a boat. And I lost my shit uh, to that joke at 14 or whatever age that was. 13, 12, whatever. In any case, um, Speed, go watch it. Peter, what do you got for this week? So I tried to... <laughs> Good old Speed. <clears throat> so I tried to keep it similar to the theme of, of war movies, but I wanted to go with something a little more lighthearted. So... If you guys have ever seen Three Kings, came Great. out in 99 with uh, George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg, and Ice Cube. There it is, people. Ice Cube. Yeah, good old, good old Ice Cube. Who, You know, there's Ice Cube and Ice T, who for the longest time I always got confused with, <laughs> but I, I've got it now. I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> One's on SVU, one is not. That's the way you look at it. So, so back to Three Kings. For for those who haven't seen it, uh, it's based Persian Gulf War. It's basically these soldiers who are they find out that there's gold somewhere in Kuwait and they're trying to go and steal it back. And so there's a, a little bit of this. I don't know if you want to call it. Um, you know, it's not Ocean's Eleven feel, but it, it's not. It's not a full on drama. It's got a lot of comedic elements in it. Um, it's definitely got some bomb- bombastic moments to it, but it- it's a fun movie. I haven't actually seen it in a while, but uh, I do remember the many times I've seen it. It's it's a fun watch. So if you haven't seen it, go take a look. But uh, Dave, I think it's time to go to you. Excellent. So so I kind of wanted to stick with the Rob Riggle uh, aspect of this uh, the thing and the movie that that recently stuck out, other than the ones that we we were kind of mentioning earlier. Was uh, and I think it's it's probably a movie that me and Sean have probably talked about multiple times. And if you haven't on this seen one, this yet, on the same podcast, oh, of course, of course, on this podcast. But I don't know if it's actually been recommended. So I, I think I'm gonna make go ahead and make the recommendation. But it's Let's Be Cops. It is. Uh, I think it's a a fan favorite of me and Sean's just because of its. Um, it kind of brings in a bunch of the guys from. Uh, uh, New oh God, girl. I'm blanking. New girl. Thank you. I was gonna say my girl, and I'm like that is not what I was thinking of. <laughs> But but new girl. But then the fact that Rob Riggle's in it and he's actually just a kind of the the straight the straight man in this one, as opposed to the loud obnoxious person, was a little different than his normal uh, his normal thing. You've probably seen him in either Twenty One Jump Street, Twenty Twenty Two Jump Street. Hell, um, uh, oh god, I'm, I'm blanking on the the his most famous role. I'm blanking. Oh god. Um, Are you talking about uh, Hangover that Sean just watched and didn't even regale us with his love for the Hangover? No, in the face. I figured I'd save that for another time. This is very true. In the face. So great movie. All of this one's where he's very bombastic about everything. Always, always great. But he's a little, he's a little more subtle in this one. So I think this is a great one overall. Though he he takes he kind of plays second fiddle to everybody else in this one. So, but I still say go see it. Phenomenal film. Jake you Johnson, Marlon Wayans Jr. Yes, thank you. Okay, phenomenal. Always, M-dub, always can M-dub, say those two. M-dub those J. two. Those two guys always makes it. It makes it great. So go see Let's Be Cops if you haven't seen it yet. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for uh, for picks this week. So uh, I think that'll actually do us for tonight, boys. Uh, so if you want to follow us on on the social medias, uh, pretty much everywhere it's at Potent Pictures. Uh, if you want to search on Facebook, just search Potent Pictures. And uh, our website, as always, is potentpictures.wordpress.com. And email us at potentpicturespodcast at gmail.com. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, if you will. But uh, next week, uh, I actually did not look up what we got going on next week. What's coming out next week, boys? 
Well, there's we got two to hostels, hostels uh, with Christian Bale. Maze hopefully, if, if it does open wide, if, if okay. not, maybe we'll, we'll we'll see what happens to close out the Maze Runner trilogy. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So actually, I was I was a little intrigued by that when I saw the preview for that. So uh, for hostels or for Maze Runner? No, Maze Runner. Just from the from the ending of it, so it looked kind of slightly intrigued. So I'd go I'm, see I'm, either. I'm yeah, the yeah. the so, Maze Runner is well, sleepy, like one of the better series that, that have been portrayed on film. For the, for the young adult. Yeah. For the, the, young, for the adult. young adult, yeah. Of, so. the, of the young adult series. I'd say it's so. better than the Valerian. Not Valerian. Uh, what was the other one? Um, Valerian was amazing. <laughs> other than <laughs> the, the main character. I'm thinking of the... Divergent? Uh, yeah, Divergent. Divergent. Yeah, it's better than Divergent. Yeah, from, definitely better than yeah. that. Yeah. 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 And it so. might be better than uh, the other one, too. Valerian. Valerian. Uh, Oh, definitely not better than definitely not better than. Uh, well, yeah. I will I haven't say seen Valerian, so but uh, you need to go see that. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, but I think I guess that'll do it. So we'll figure out what we're gonna say uh, see this week, and uh, we'll we'll have Sean post it on the Twitter. Maybe uh, we'll throw it out on the Instagrams. We'll see. But uh, I guess that'll do it for us tonight, boys. Uh, so uh, thanks everybody. Have a good one.